Tell Me I'm Wrong, a podcast about conditioning, self, and the things we've learned in our 20-some-odd years of living. Let's meet our hosts. I'm Plum, introverted bibliophile, creator, empath. And I'm Scarlet, omnidirectional writer, witch, wanderer. Let's get started, shall we? Hi guys, Scarlet here. I'm editing and the audio on this episode has a little bit of a tinny quality, like if you were to record like over Zoom or something. So just pretend that's what happened. I don't want to delete another episode. I think we have some good talking points, so I'm going to leave it. If it bothers you, you can go ahead and skip to the next one and I do apologize. Um, Let's just jump in. Thanks. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Today... We talk about... (laughs) Dramatic. (laughs) I started off dramatic, so... Mm -hmm. I mean... Follow through. We're going through all the way to the end, people. So, when we started this (laughs) recording, I screamed. And I about scared the shit out of Plum, I think. Yeah, you did. You really did. I anticipate you being loud every single time you do it. I was not anticipating that level Gotta get pumped up, okay? Because I am ready to go to sleep right now. Yes. Like I said before we started, energy level negative 17 out of 1,000, but we're here. And we're going to talk about a thing that I know bothers you, and I know bothers me, and it probably bothers a lot of humans out there. Um, I have zero outline on what I'm going for, so we're just gonna fucking drill through. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so this Lead us on. originally was a topic that you had put on our doc yeah. for ideas. Do you want to talk about why it was on there? <laughs> okay, so when I drive places, my mind does that thing where it, like, hyper-focuses on something, and then I have a dialogue with myself. Mm. Okay. And this came up because for some reason I was reminded of a time where I was very young, not to get into details, but I was shown a video of myself and all I could think of was how selfish I was acting. And that was a moment of true, true, genuine selfishness. Not even selfish. I was just being greedy. I was an only child. There were presents. It kind of makes sense. But it got me on the topic of how people overuse the term selfish Hmm. and they like I don't think over overgeneralize might be the right word for it but they overgeneralize how like they use selfish if that makes sense like basic case in point when you take care of yourself when you put yourself above someone else nine times out of ten if it Someone's going to say you're being selfish because you're taking care of yourself and you're not, like, you know, breaking your back to help them. Yes. So that's basically where that (laughs) came from. And as a older sibling, um, or even a younger sibling in my case, both, uh, you get this all the time, even if it's not said directly. Yeah, and I think it also comes into play with, like, they're not even necessarily using the term selfish anymore, but they're like, well, why aren't you? Like, how could you do that? It's just assumed. It's, yeah. So, we can start there. It starts very young. (laughs) Immediately. Especially if you, especially if you, oh my god, especially if you have siblings or if you're at a daycare, or if you're literally anywhere at school. I've seen some, like, TikTok moms that explain, like, how they don't have their kids give up their toys when strangers need to play with them. I was immediately, like, just every time I thought about it, like, recalled to share your toys in the sandbox. Like, you gotta share in the sandbox. Like, fuck you. (laughs) No! Yeah, so, um... Anywhere you are with other children, you have to share. It's, okay, you, you've had your turn. You've had your turn. So now it's someone else's turn because that's how this works mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason. Um, like, you bring a thing in, 
and you've had your turn with your toy, so now you're going to give it to somebody else. And that's, like, the common practice. Um, I understand there's a line. Like, you have to teach your kids to share, but also you shouldn't teach your kids that they are the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Um, it's gotta be a balance, like, everything else in life, basically. It has, you have to learn a balance. But, um, it's just drilled into you as a kid. You have to share, or if you're doing something, you have to do it with your younger brother. If you're doing, if you're playing the video game, he also plays video game. If you're going to the mall, you have to take your little sister with you. How how do you think she's going to feel so left out if you don't take her with you? Yes. <laughs> but. Exactly. I'm not responsible for her emotions. Yes. <laughs> Correct. You are not responsible for her emotions. Um, I also see this with, like oh, well, we have to have the birthdays, the, the summer birthdays, or, or, like, the May birthdays, we have to have them together because we have to share because we can't have one party for one person. That's a, that is a fair point. My family my family actually did that for for a couple of the months. Not all of them, but, like, for April. Like, I shared my birthday with two of my cousins, because we were all born in April. Um, I think we did it for, like, a fall month. But in your house. But so- that was... But to to clarify... Yeah, it wasn't, like, with my family members. So your dad Immediate. and your brother share the same month for their birthday. Oh, yeah. They get their own. Well, I mean, my dad doesn't get birthdays anymore because he's too old. But he probably... You still, like, do dinner or have some sort of sweets or something yeah yeah that's specifically for him it's not like oh, that's right because like all of you guys have birthdays in the same month well two of them two of them and between their birthdays there's always a get together mm-hmm. because the older one refuses to have anything that doesn't include her. well i thought the older one doesn't even acknowledge the other one she doesn't on the day she wants the whole damn month for herself. Yeah. Oh my god. It's her birthday month. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so it's something that you get literally all the time. You probably get it from teachers. It, but it's like... It becomes... I don't want to say it's, like, a part of your personality, but it kind of does become a certain, like, little aspect on how you deal with people and dealing with yourself and your boundaries. Mm-hmm. It always comes back to that, doesn't it? Yeah, your boundaries and your behaviors. Okay. Let's talk about the definition of selfish. <laughs> you got it over there? I do have it. I, I got a couple different ones, actually. I also actually. wrote it down. I would like to hear what you've got. Okay. So, selfish. It's an adjective of a person, action, or motive. Uh, Lacking consideration for others. Concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself. Seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. And finally... Arising from concern with one's own welfare or advantage in disregard of others. Overall, all sounds pretty bad. <laughs> very, very negative connotation. Yeah. Um, I, when I pulled up the definition, also pulled some similar words. Mm-hmm. Um, just because when I read them, I was like, oh, okay, we're going there, huh? <laughs> Um, so obviously we've got things like egocentric, um, self-absorbed. These are things I'm sure you've heard. Um, and then we got into some other things which don't have the same connotation to me. Um, self-seeking. Oh. 
which I guess if you say it in a certain way, it could definitely be seen as something similar to selfish. But when I hear self-seeking, I think about that like self-love part of this selfishness that we're kind of explore probably as we go further into the episode. Probably. Another word that is a similar similar word I'm quoting here. Uh, introverted. Are you? Are mm -hmm. you? Yeah. Selfish. How dare you not want to be around people? I get into this a lot with my mom about this whole thing because some of my family members are very, um, physically affectionate. Like, my sister loves to hug people. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Because it's never, like, she just does it. She doesn't ever, like, hey, can I give you a hug? It's like, I'm gonna give you a hug. Stand there and take it. And then she'll hold on to me and she won't let go. And she's also significantly taller than me. <laughs> so yeah. it's just a pain in my ass. And it's just become one of those things where I was like, I don't like it. My mom doesn't understand because she's very much not an introvert. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been around too many humans today. She is leeching what I have left. This doesn't mean I hate her. This doesn't mean I dislike. I just need you to be like 10 feet away from me. <laughs> You're being selfish because she just loves you. And that's how she's showing you that she loves you. Exactly. I get it on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day. I've gotten to the point where I tell her she has 10 seconds or until I get to my bedroom and I close the door and then she'll do it because she can fucking hurdle my couch. <laughs> and then my mom's like, you better hug her back. I do because if I don't, you bitch at me. <laughs> God damn it. Uh -huh. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I was not happy to see that on there. No. Um, let's see where we're hitting this selfishness is a way for people to manipulate your boundaries. Yes. People saying that you're selfish is a way for people to manipulate your boundaries. I just felt I needed to say that a little bit slower. <laughs> it is a weapon word. <laughs> it is. It's a word that people use to get you to do what they want. You're being selfish by not hugging your sister, even though you don't want to and you're exhausted. Introverted. Similar to the word selfish, apparently. <sighs> I've had, um... This is one of those introverts versus extroverts thing where any time that I'm put into a situation where I have to be with humans that I don't feel like I am safe enough to be myself with. Mm -hmm. Which, it sucks enough as it is, um, but it's just so draining. And then, like, the extrovert friends are excited and they want to be there forever and they want to do a whole thing. And if you want to leave or if you feel uncomfortable or if you aren't acting the way that they expect you to act you're being rude and you're being selfish because you're not letting them have a good time and we don't get to see them and this is all about them and not about you. Selfish. <laughs> selfish. You can't see the face I'm making, but I'm making a face. Um, yes. Yes. And when people come at you with words like that and are being rude or saying that you are don't care about other people because uh, you want to be comfortable and you want to go home. Or even if you just don't want to talk. Like, you can't... You're not allowed to just sit there and not talk. That's not acceptable. You have to act the way that I want you to. Act like me. I'm having flashbacks to... All of these places and things I had to go to as a child where I was the only child or I was the youngest one there and I was expected to behave or act in a certain way. But it's like, you're all grown adults. I am a child. Yeah. Do you not understand the difference? That's so annoying. Yeah. 
Um, and the, but here's the other thing. In situations like those, people, like, then question why we do things like set, like, hey, I can come, but I have to leave by this time. Or, like, hey, you can come over, but we need to be done. Like, when we set those, like, time limits for ourselves, we're like, but why? Like, what if we wanted to stay for longer? Like, what if we wanted to, like, that's not how this is going to work. No. Like, you've already lost all your chances. And it's like, I don't know, it's it's like, you're trying to preserve some sort of relationship by saying, here's my boundary on how long we can stay, or here's how I'm going, I'm just warning you, this is how I'm going to behave, because that's how, that's that's as much as I can do. And if they don't respect that, and say that you're selfish for that reason, then they need to get a grip. <laughs> um, and I've had some fights with my extroverted friends. Like, actual fights. <laughs> like, you don't understand me! <laughs> um, and it's just a mess. Because there's no middle ground. You would You would think that by this point, people would be more understanding... And it would be it would be easier to be like I'm an introvert. I'm very happy to be here, but like don't expect me to be super engaged because I don't know you. I don't know these people, and it's still not like why is this still something we have to like fight today? <laughs> I don't know. It's like the easiest thing. I mean, I guess I guess I've been fortunate in, enough where I have very small social circle and pretty much um. Almost everyone I surround myself with is an introvert, mm. so I am able to just sit with my fellow introverts and we can just stare at our phones but be totally happy and content. Yeah. Green, as we've discussed before in the personality stuff, he is an extroverted extrovert. He wants to be around people. He wants to talk the mm -hmm. whole time. He wants to be animated. He wants to run around. Um, that's how he is with humans. I don't understand it. He's a golden retriever. He's a golden retriever. We love him for it. Um, but in social situations where it's the two of us, it took, I mean, I've known him since we were six years old. You would think that it, it wouldn't have needed discussion. Like, this is how I am as a human. <laughs> um, but... Now it's just like, he does his swoop around the room and talks to people, and generally, if it's like people that I, like, I like the people we're seeing. I just don't want to talk. I have nothing useful to say. None I can't do small discussions. And they're, like, I just, I, as a protection for myself, I don't offer up information about me, because if people say things about the stuff that I like, then I get really upset, and then I want to leave immediately. So I don't offer anything. I don't say, yeah, here's the music I listen to, or yeah, I'm really into this thing, because they go, oh, I hate that. It's never like, oh, that's really cool that you like it. It's, I hate that, and this is the reason why. Like, we need, we don't need to have these discussions. We don't need to have a debate. You're allowed to like stuff that isn't the stuff that I like. We don't need yeah. to put a tag on it on whether we like it or not, because it's, it's not definitive. That's why there's so much shit out there. So I don't want to talk about me. I don't want to talk about work. I don't want to talk about anything about me, because I'm, I just don't want people to know about me, because <laughs> I don't want it to be weaponized. That's fair, though, because it, it happens more free. Like, yeah. someone's going to be like, oh, well, that's not, I'm like, that happens, I'm going to say, 90% of the time. Ugh, you like K-pop? Oh yeah. Do you even know what they're saying? Aren't those aren't those the those Asian boys that do that dancing? They dance. They're boys. Why are they dancing? Why are they wearing makeup? Disgusting. <laughs> Listen, they look prettier than you without it. Shut the fuck up. Take a tip. But yeah, no, I can completely understand that. I hate talking to people. I don't tell like, I don't. I can't do the smallest conversations. I feel awkward when I tell people things. Like I'm uncomfortable. <clears throat> oh, I don't I don't like telling people where I work. No. Like at all because then I get the whole, you know, oh, do you have to shush people? Oh, why aren't you guys going out of business? Like those aren't a thing anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, you wish. 
like all the time like it's just the same thing over and over and there's no way in hell I'm telling people I listen to k-pop I tell them I listen to music oh well what kind pretty much anything it's not a lie I just green will drive the conversation if it's like up to me I'm like so do you like coffee because like that's, <laughs> that's the safe that it's, is like the safest People are so opinionated about coffee, but I've made all of it, so I'm just like, yeah, well, here's some things. <laughs> so, because I'm not emotionally attached to that, because it doesn't matter. It's just mm-hmm. coffee. Um, but basically, when we're in those types of situations, it's like, I'm like, hey, sit there. Sit, sit down, and then Green will sit down, and then I will sit on his lap, <laughs> and they will talk over my head, and I'm like, I'm involved, see? I'm involved. See? I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of the conversation. Yep. Yes, I love that thing. Concerts are cool. Yeah. How about the weather? (laughs) (laughs) That's how I am involved. Like, that's... Oh, my God. That's my compromise. And even if it's people that I love and that I want to be around and that I am sometimes, like, super animated and comfortable with, you know how being a person is. Like, today my anxiety is a million, so I don't want to talk to you. So let's just do nothing. <laughs> you know? Works for me. <laughs> we have a mutual agreement. We do. Also, we get in a room and we're like, I feel the same. Let's do that. <laughs> Without even saying anything. We're both just like on the level. Yes. Okay. But yeah, introverted. Fuck that. (laughs) I'll yell about it for some more time. Okay. Um, Along the same line, I think, um, something that I heard a lot when I was a teenager from one of the the parents of the group um, was like any time that we were trying to or me specifically, like, trying to figure yourself out when you're growing up, (laughs) hello, like, you have to, um, or trying to understand your anxiety or your stress or anything. Oh, I know a lot of the times parents are like, you have nothing to be stressed about. You don't stress, you've never felt stress before. I'm gonna punch them. Um, and tell me if you ever received anything like this. Um... Because I was, like, writing lyrics for music and stuff and, like, you know, being creative and thinking about my, um, what? I'm just curious as to where this is going. Thinking about my feelings and, you know, like, writing poetry and all that stuff and, like, being in tune with my emotions because I was was and am, but I am less, I'm a little more level now. Uh, emotional human being. Very, very emotional. (laughs) Um, Being told that exploring and dealing with your emotions is um, navel-gazing. The fuck does that mean? I looked up the definition just to make sure that I had exactly what it is, but this is a term that I've heard (laughs) quite a few times. Um... Navel-gazing, self-indulgent or excessive contemplation of oneself or a single issue at the expense of a wider view. So. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the deal. My parents, all of them. All of them. All all four of them. um, Don't believe in therapy or psychology. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they thought, I don't, I don't think they ever thought that I was doing what I was doing for attention. Um, but it took a call from my school counselor for them to get their shit together, uh, and actually do something about it because they just ignored it when I was in high school because they had better things to take care of than their child. Mm. Like their other kids. Yeah. And their other family. The ones that, you know, they chose to have. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. 
I've never heard that phrase before. And nothing was ever said. It, it was what wasn't said or done. Yeah. In my case. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In my case, it was specifically stated, like, if you're so busy thinking about yourself, then how are you going to do X, Y, and Z? If you're so busy thinking about your emotions, then how are you going to do what I want you to do, basically? If you're going to be selfish, how can I be selfish? <laughs> is what I'm hearing now. If you're going to be so busy being selfish, then how am I supposed to be selfish and get you to do things for me? <laughs> yeah, I think about that sometimes. The navel gazing thing. I like that. <laughs> I think that our generation as a whole is... Um, and this is where our parents' generation would say, like, yeah, they're navel-gazing. They only care about themselves. And they're all they do is sit around and think about their... Feelings. Their... <laughs> their mental health or whatever. <laughs> all they do is sit around and think about their mental health. All they do is talk about how they want to better themselves Disgusting. and the planet and the economy and they just want what's best for everyone. Well, that's bullshit. They don't know anything. All they're doing is they're they're just sitting there and picking at their belly button. Back in my time, this is how we did it. We ignored our problems and became alcoholics. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, how true it is. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I know. I lived it. <sighs> we didn't have problems. We didn't have mental illness, okay? We just had alcohol. <laughs> now get over yourself, okay? And grab a beer. Yeah. Just start drinking. Come home, crack open a cold one with the boys, you know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> or with yourself. Mostly yourself. <laughs> Oops. Uh, <laughs> cracked that. Cracked that wide open. So, uh, yeah. I think there's just a very different way that we are living <laughs> currently. <laughs> Um, but to say that it is selfish to think about yourself in a mental health capacity. So, <sighs> my brain's like, here's one thought, and now you wait, okay, now there's... <laughs> to say that it is selfish to think about yourself in a way that will keep you alive, basically, in certain situations. Um, <clears throat> they did. So I did. <laughs> okay, finish your thought because I have something to say on this. No, go ahead. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. So, kind of playing off that, um, one of the articles I did read was from Psychology Today. I will have the link in the resource doc for you. And he, um, they broke it down and he gave, like, three definitions of selfishness. Bad selfishness, neutral selfishness, and good selfishness. Okay. Because, like, they kind of argued that it's, like, dumb, that it's, why is it, why is it only be selfish, to be selfish or not to be selfish? Like, why, it, it's not black and white. Yeah. Um, so bad selfishness, which we've talked extensively about. Mm. They defined as one-sided transactions, someone who engages in emotional manipulation to get what he or she wants. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, neutral selfishness is defined as looking after your own well-being in ways that do not directly or substantially involve other people. Um, for this, they gave the example of, like, you know taking the time to brush your teeth and they're like 
I'm they they argued it it's like because someone's gonna say well you could have used though that time to like you know go and do this thing or go and do this thing instead but instead you took this time you know for yourself so whatever and then good selfishness which was interesting benefits both ourselves and other people it's a two-sided transaction an exchange where two people willingly part with something in order to gain something they value basically a trade and they he used the example of like trading one album for another album because there's that element of greediness when it comes to selfishness Mm. So, like, I want what you want, but you want what I want. So we're both selfish for each other's things, so we do a trade. It's weird, but it makes sense. I kind of just liked the emotional manipulation. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> there she is. Full right, call out. Right out in the open like that. <laughs> no hiding. No disguise. Calling it what it is. Yeah. Full frontal. Full, full frontal, she said. Ugh. Yes. Um, so, I read a little bit on something similar. Basically, just the breaking down of the... Um, words are hard. <laughs> <clears throat> the motives on mm. why you do certain things. Um, the one that I was reading, I, I scrolled through Psychology Today, there was like a million on selfishness. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this seems about right, because we want to love ourselves and take care of ourselves, but also we're worried about what other people think of us, basically. Yes, the guilt and the shame. We love it! <clears throat> okay, um, so I was reading something... It, it's not as pretty as that, but it was a very long fucking thing. I got partway through and I was like, okay, I can no longer read this. <laughs> too many words. Too many words, too many, uh, too many. Just too many. Um, so basically they broke it down into not as nice categories, but it's still worth talking yeah. about, I think. Um, a healthy selfishness. Oh, Yes. Same, same thing. Same realm. Um, and then, um, they were putting it up against, um, like, what people would think is, like, pure good, um, but they were calling it pathological altruism. Oh, I did not read that article, but I did have it sourced. Yes. So I have it, I had it open, I, I read through a big chunk of it, but it was, like, <laughs> it's a, it was a, it's an actual study. Yeah, That's it's why a real it's so study. Long. It's I, an actual study. And I got to the study part and I was like, "You lost me." <laughs> I think I just read the definitions and then the very end discussion because that's the cheaty way the to read research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I was like, "Okay, this looks legit. Like this has some things." And then I was like, "I'm bored." <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard anything truer about reading studies. Wow! 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 Oh, okay. I've read the abstract. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. I, I was like, wow, the ideas about, around this study are cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definite. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so other things. <laughs> but, okay, so I'm glad that you looked it over. Yes. Um, uh, so, altruism, the concern for the well-being of others. And then pathological, putting that in front of it, is just... Makes it sound bad, which I guess it kind of is. Because if you're always doing something for the concern of others, then something's got to give. Mm -hmm. um, Makes but, me suspicious. Yes. So they were talking about um, healthy selfishness as healthy respect for one's own health, growth, happiness, joy, and freedom, which... Yeah. <laughs> that's not selfish. <laughs> that's not. No. But if that's the terms that we have to put it in, then that's what they put it in. Um, and then they talked about the guilt associated with showing healthy self-love um, because it's not virtuous is the word that they're using because they're using big words like 
altruism and virtue. Pathological. <laughs> yeah. Um, because taking care of yourself rather than others is not virtuous. And they went through, like, some really old um, stuff. Like, they went through some really old texts talking about, like, biblical text and then moving mm-hmm. forward, like, through time. So it was interesting. And then they lost me with the science. Uh, <laughs> 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 the social science part. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. English major over here. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> But um, they went through distinguishing healthy and unhealthy motivations. What's the word that I was trying to think of earlier? Motivations for one's seemingly selfish behavior. Seemingly selfish. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. taking time for yourself may seem selfish to somebody else, but also fuck them. Uh, (laughs) Yes. You know? You know. Okay. I do know. And then they put in the motivations. I don't know if you got this far. Mm-mm. Um, so they split it into what they were calling the ego system. Oh, okay. Or the ecosystem, which okay. we are familiar with that word. Um, so ecosystem um, being motivated by the promotion of well-being of others. Makes sense. Ecosystem is about, you know, society working together. So you're concerned with and motivated by the well-being of others. Yes. The ego system is motivated by a desire for a positive impression from others. Ego. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that people who are motivated motivated by the ego system can act in pro-social ways in ways that other people that ways that benefit other people but um it's as a strategy to manage others impressions aka manipulate them (laughs) um rather than to be genuinely constructive or supportive so there's it's just a different way to say there's a difference (laughs) between (laughs) Between your selfishnesses, <laughs> um, based on why you are motivated to do the thing, basically, is what I'm saying. And that's as far as I got, because then it got all like, here's some graphs, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to close it now. Are you viewing it? Yeah, I opened it. What did the discussion tell you? I'm trying... Okay, hold on. I have to open up the full thing because it's not giving me the little scrolly... Side. Okay, here we go. Discussion. Oh, conclusion. Yes. Tell me... There were <clears throat> lots of parts. Mm. Oh, okay. What do we have here? Okay, so clinical implications suggest that the strong association of pathological altruism to depression and social fears suggests there may be a clinical implication of these constructs. I feel like I'm missing so much. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Oh, here we go. This is what we want. They found a strong correlation between pathological altruism and vulnerable narcissism. Oh. Okay. Um, Those scoring high in pathological altruism may have a more stable self-esteem, increase healthy assertiveness of one's own needs, and increase psychological flexibility. Which makes sense, sort of. Um, the results also suggest that there is an additional path by which those with high levels of pathological altruism may not only decrease their levels of depression and fear, but also increase their well-being, increasing their levels of healthy selfishness. Hmm. And there's something along the lines of, like, um, helping people with high levels of pathological altruism learn that their health is important. And enjoying life's little pleasures may go a long way in helping the these individuals feel less shame when thinking about themselves and their own needs. 
feel like that was some conflicting information. I don't know. Studies are weird. Studies are weird, which is why I gave up partway through. But I got what I needed from it. Was the definitions. <laughs> the definitions. And the ideas. But basically, we can segue into the guilt part of the, the thing. Hmm. Not that we haven't really been talking about it the whole time. Because it's an underlying just thing when people are using your care about yourself in a negative fashion. You feel guilty. Side effect. Underlying side effect. And this is where the conditioning comes in. Because you are being conditioned to feel guilt or fear. <laughs> yeah. Or hopelessness or... This desire to please other people when you are being called selfish. Because you're being manipulated. Uh -huh. I feel like I just need a button and whenever someone is manipulating someone just hit the button and it just like turns the light on. <laughs> like, you're being manipulative. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's so much guilt, so much guilt, uh, surrounding any, like, time that you choose yourself. And yes. in practicing boundaries, I know because I'm thinking about the last time I had put up a big boundary because we're nearing a year here. Or we're at it, I think. I think we're at it. Yeah. I've been salaried for a year and a day. <laughs> um, when you're first laying down that boundary um, and, like, staking your personal needs, you feel so fucking guilty for... A long time after it because you're, one, so used to giving so much of yourself because that's what is expected of you. Uh-huh. Um, that when you start taking that time for yourself or start giving back to yourself rather than other people who are only trying to get something out of you, um, it feels wrong. It feels wrong to care about yourself. I just remembered something. What? What? That made me feel exactly like this, but like in a very, very big way. And it had me fucked up for years. I was selfish for choosing my education. Or a visitation day. How was dare high you? High school, for the record. It wasn't like I was, it was college. I had to go. How dare you go to school? <laughs> Not allowed. Yeah. That fucked me up forever. Because it wasn't just, um, like, because I was explicitly told that, like, I was hurting someone else. I was a teenager. How the hell are we supposed, we can't, we don't, we do not know how to work through our emotions because no one tells us how. No one yeah. helps us learn how. We have to learn on our own. Plus, you're basically going haywire for, like, ten years. <laughs> basically, <laughs> the hormones are crazy. Fuck you right up, man. <laughs> Good lord, that's just a fucking cocktail of... Bad. Bad <laughs> It's a cocktail of bad. Wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> Nope. Yeah. No. That was... That was probably the worst. But yeah, that's... It took me years to be able to think about the situation and not feel any sort of remaining lingering guilt over it. Yeah. Years. People are assholes. You must choose, you or me. 
It kind of, the one thing in the, the one Psychology Today article, and they mentioned it numerous times, going back to and acknowledging when you're on an airplane and they're going through the safety tips, you're supposed to put on your mask first, then you help someone. Yeah. And we don't question it. Like, we don't, you know, I mean, hopefully no one has to go through an ordeal like that. But, like, yeah. when they're going through it, we don't think anything of it while we're sitting there. Like, okay, my mask goes on, then I help. Like, we don't second guess it. We don't go, well, what about, you know, that? I mean, maybe parents feel differently. They probably do, but... Um... You're right. And when it comes to, like, this is something I've had to learn and relearn again and again and again and again and again throughout my life. Um, it's basically the same thing, but with your mental stability. You have to take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. Also, taking care of other people is not your job. Um, but you have to... You have to take care of yourself and take stock in yourself before you can start trying to fix people because it's not going to work. You will get absolutely nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. Mm -mm. Work on you first. Mm -hmm. Put your breathing apparatus on first. Because here's the thing. If you don't, you're not going to be there. If you don't, you're both toast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Also, I think that when you're, like, practicing the, like, healthy selfishness, <laughs> um, it makes your yes more valuable. Hmm. By giving value to your no, then you can give va more value to your yes. It means something, then, if you are agreeing to do it. Mm -hmm. And if you can convey that to another person, then you're golden. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The whole, like, I wouldn't do it if I didn't want to. That means something. Rather than saying... Yes to everything. Because <laughs> then mm -hmm. you're just someone that says yes to everything. <laughs> you know? I do know. <laughs> Am I making you think about something? Yeah. No, just when I was like, yeah, I can work all of these shifts. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. But you got through it. I got through it. And now? And now I no longer can work doubles, which is great. Not even a possibility. It's not. It's not feasible. <laughs> yeah. Can't make it. Mm -mm. Yeah. But yeah, um, giving value to your no gives you more value to your yes, I think. I like that. That was my think for the day. My big brain think. <laughs> um, there's something I wanted to mention probably earlier would have made more sense, but um, the there, I was reading a Psychology Today, a different one, because like I said, there's a thousand on selfishness. Um, but it was going through that, like those conditioned responses, the fear, desire to please, hopelessness, and then the other side of it, which is like getting, I think, getting the reaction that was expected or the reaction that um, whoever's saying like you're being selfish um, maybe thought that they we're understanding, but then gets it, like, tenfold. So by saying, like, you're being selfish, then the person becomes more selfish. Or, it, like, closes in on themselves. They get the desired effect, um, even though it's not the desired effect. <laughs> the opposite 
Um, and they put it as holding on to something for dear life just to prove your autonomy. Like, okay, fine. You think I'm selfish? Watch me be actually selfish. <laughs> and I've been there too. <laughs> fine. Watch me. <laughs> you think this is grumpy? Just wait. Say I'm grumpy one more time. Go ahead, do it. Then you'll really see how mad I can get. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not I don't skipping into the kitchen singing, saying good morning to the birds outside. It's 7 a.m. I haven't had coffee. You let your daughter stomp through the fucking house and bang on the wall. Do you know what's on the other side of that wall? My head. I think I'm allowed to be a little cranky. Yes, you are entitled to your emotions. Uh-huh. Don't give me any flack when I don't fucking shout good morning from the rooftops. What are you, a Disney princess? Not in this lifetime. Or the next lifetime. Never. Any closing thoughts? I got nothing. Like I said, I've got Paschetti brain. As long as you're hurting no one else, you're not being selfish. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Period. The end. Don't hurt other people. Do no harm, but take no shit. <laughs> yes. Tell me I'm wrong. I can't. <laughs> That's one of my favorite internet quotes. I love it. I don't know what it's actually from. I'm sorry. I'm not going to find out for you. <laughs> you can do a Google by yourself. Yeah. That is all. Want to do some research of your own? Head to the resource doc in the description for a jumpstart on sources. Want to submit a topic or question, or just want to chat with us? The link in the description can also take you to your preferred social media platform. That's all for today, guys. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you. See you next week.